We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. That was a really smooth negotiating trick that you just pulled on me there. (laughs) (laughs) You went back to your original offer, which I said no to the first time. (laughs) And you said it so nonchalantly, like, oh, yeah. Yeah. You were nodding your head, and I was going to nod back to you instinctively because you were nodding your head. Yeah. So we have a deal? This is the Fantasy Soccer Podcast from rotowire.com, your premier source for fantasy sports. For player news, rankings, projections, and the best fantasy soccer stats around, please visit rotowire.com slash soccer. And now, here are Mike Gottlieb and Andrew Laird. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. I am your host, Mike Gottlieb, and with me, as always, is Andrew Laird, and we are brought to you by our good friends at Play Up. Andrew, it's been a couple weeks. We had a chance. Well, I've had a chance to recharge my batteries. Uh, you have not, but uh, <laughs> let's see if that actually uh, let's see if that actually makes a difference. Uh, but for me, um, just an update since you know we haven't spoken since I gave you the whole um, pre-order uh, story mm-hmm. uh, about the iPhone X, right? Uh, so what I did was on iPhone release day, I just decided to you know take a walk down to a Verizon store or two. And at the second Verizon store that I visited, lo and behold, they had brand new iPhone X's just waiting to be purchased. So all the rigmarole that I uh, went through to wake up at three in the morning didn't make a difference, didn't need to do it. As you projected, the stores would have iPhones. So, Andrew, you were right. Thanks. Thanks. I uh, I'm surprised one was sold out, to be honest. Like, I'm surprised you needed to go to a second one. According to the Verizon store that I went to, they only had five new phones. Uh, they were only issued five. Okay. So uh, whether that's true or not, I, I do not know. Hmm. So how many did the second store have? You were within no, no, the no, first the, five? The, no, the first store had zero. Oh, the first oh, store oh. had zero. Gotcha, and the second gotcha. store, they were only issued five new phones to give out. Gotcha. And you got one of them. Mm-hmm. Hmm, look at you. I am literally one in five. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's basically the only thing new. I'm actually coming to you live from, well, not to the audience, but to Andrew, at least live in Reading, Pennsylvania. Mm. Uh, so I will be on the road here probably for most of this, uh, most of, uh, the actually probably through the holiday period. 
So, so you'll hear a, a kind of different sounding voice. What uh, makes your life better because you have this new phone? Um, well, uh, my phone battery doesn't die in five hours. Okay. That's a plus. Uh, Is it like five and a half hours now? No, I've actually, I have not charged my phone since yesterday. Wow. That's shocking to me. Yeah. I, uh, I forget what phone I have. The six plus, I think. Uh, yeah, I think it's a six plus. Um, the, literally the only thing that I want in a phone now is to never charge it. Have we talked about this? Yep. Yeah. So that's it. I don't care what else they can think of to do in phones. The only thing they should work on is never having to charge it. Well, what if they, well, here's what I think is being worked on. What if they made like a stylish night table, right? Where if you put your phone on it, it charges. That's the charging station. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think that's like a nice bridge to eventually not having to charge it. Well, uh, I I mean, the whole concept of batteries would need to be redone, right? As a technologist, I understand what you are saying, Mm -hmm. and the realism of it in the next, like, 25 years is unlikely. Oh, that's ridiculous. Come on. I feel like Elon Musk can come up with this plan in, like, five minutes. No, he can't. He'll figure it out. The whole, whole, you you know what one of the problems is with what he's trying to do with the hypercoil and hyperloop and stuff like that? Hmm. The battery charge is the whole point. The vehicle can't store that much energy. Right. But, I mean, he's trying to do that for a some sort of vehicle that will travel hundreds of miles for in seconds. Like, I just wanted him to be able to charge my little phone here for a week. Is that so much to ask? I mean, apparently it's about it is. As much, it's about as much to ask as our first game here Red Arsenal are actually uh, taking on. Uh, it's a big one, right? It's a it's something you're going to have to wake up for, Andrew. Yeah, uh, as and if I wouldn't going... wake up for Huddersfield Swansea or something like that. <laughs> but I mean, you're going to have to you're going to have to wake up for Arsenal at the Emirates taking on dreaded Spurs. Mm. Uh, you know, I, I'm going to try and draw a, a narrative here for you. OK, because there's a there's a few besides the fact that it's just the Derby, right? Uh Arsenal, I believe, are un. Uh, they are. Uh, they have not lost at home in their last ten games okay. when they play at home today or tomorrow or Saturday. Whatever Saturday, day yeah, it is. <laughs> Saturday. Yes, I don't know what day it is now. I don't know what day it is later. Um, so they haven't. So they haven't lost. Uh, Hugo Lloris is out. Uh, he is not. Out. He, he is not. He I returned. He returned to full training today. Thursday. Uh, did. Was he because because I read that he was declared out for the weekend, even though he was training. Hmm. Uh, I. So stay tuned is what you're trying to say, basically. Yeah, I I believe he is back fully. Fake fake news, fake news on you, the he's out. You mean yeah. there's fake news on Twitter? Yeah, re- regarding re- regarding soccer to... issues. Yes. <laughs> okay. So, uh, so if Hugo Lloris just recently back in full training, Toby Alderweireld, he is out. He is out. Yes. So, okay. So the narrative is not as strong for me, but Harry Winks also is. I mean, Harry Winks is the return. Harry Winks, Deli Alley, Harry Kane, Toby Alderweireld, and Hugo Lloris were either you know dealing with coming back from a lot of work during uh, international time, or uh, or injuries. Correct. So that's like that. That is the spine of the team. Uh, I think. It was well, well overblown how severe those injuries were for an international break where most of these players were playing for countries that had already qualified for the World Cup and therefore they didn't really need them. It's all a ruse so, before this match. Gotcha. So they're playing a little bit of an okie doke for people like me. I believe so. I believe so. And it worked. Well, the, or it would have worked narrative. had I well, not saved you. Here's here's the narrative that I was going to counter that sure, with. Sure, sure. Mauricio Pochettino has not lost a North a North London derby. Interesting. Um, I mean, how many has it been? Two, four, four. That's what I mean. Four. Uh, okay, that's fine. Yeah, just yeah, you know, and then uh, I mean, obviously, we're going to talk about the same thing on the Arsenal side from a, you know getting into actually you know fantasy things that we're going to possibly see here. Um, so the same thing that we talked about a couple weeks ago, right? Uh, is Mesut Ozil, Lacazette, and Alexis Sanchez going to play at the same time? So last time out, 
it was it was a, a Lacazette who had to sit on the bench to start, and when he came onto the pitch, Arsenal looked like a complete team. Mm-hmm. What do you know? It's so kind of like how when Chelsea was well, playing as Filiqueta, well, they probably still might in the right wing back slot. Like everyone sees it, but the manager. Yeah, I mean, I I expect Lacazette to start. I think Lacazette scored twice for France over the break. So, well, to be fair, one of them was actually Anthony Martial being really unselfish. Uh, that's fine. <laughs> like I mean, Anthony, Anthony Martial rounded three defenders and then the goalkeeper and then passed. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, hopefully that's what you know, uh, Mesut Ozil will do since he prefers to pass. But anyway, um, I just I, I actually just threw up some water. That was <laughs> my only that, that was that was hysterical. My only fear as somebody who would prefer Arsenal to win this match is that Danny Welbeck is fit again. And you wouldn't think that that should affect anything except that Arsene Wenger loves Danny Welbeck. And so that's a possibility instead of Alexander Lacazette, which is insane. Correct. Or Alex Iwobi. I guess Iwobi uh, also had an excellent goal over the international break, which was preceded by nutmegging Javier Mascherano, which is not something you see often. So, I mean, there, neither of those guys should start. It's as simple as that. If, if Arsene Wenger throws out his best team, they're not in it. So we'll see what happens. But, uh, you know, from, you know, this is going to be a very entertaining game. Uh, I'm very much looking forward to waking up to watching it. Um, it's probably the best game of the weekend. To be honest, there's not a lot of matchups that make you smile or mm-hmm. make you excited. I agree. Uh, this is, you know, so this is probably the only one. So if you're going to watch one game this weekend, probably watch the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, from a Spurs side, uh, we, you know, we, most likely what we're going to be advising is, you know, whichever fullbacks are starting, they're one of the, they're two of the top fullbacks in the weekend. Really, you think that? Yeah. Uh, I, I, there, there's not a ton of value outside of. I mean, because of because of how involved they are offensively. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if you're talking about just the official game, I don't know. Maybe there, there's probably better. There might be a couple of better options, but if you're talking like a Taga or a Yahoo uh, Daily or something like that, I can't see much better value. Um, that surprised me. Like I, there, this game I think is the best game of the weekend because it's too kind of upper tier teams playing against each other and not the kind of Jose Mourinho esque teams that just kind of try to slug it out. But I mean, we have some pretty significant uh, favorites on Saturday that ha- are teams with solid fullbacks. So I mean, I, I, mean, I mean, we'll get to them later, but Manchester United have one solid fullback that's actually classified as a defender. Uh, that's fine. But like, I mean, I mean, I mean, City has, I mean, City has one, but I mean, at Leicester, Leicester have been a team that's. We'll talk about them in a, yeah. a little bit. I'm, too, I'm, but I'm just mean, saying that the difficulty that you have is, is that very few people have Danny Rose and Ben Davis, and the same applies for Serge Aurier and Kieran Trippier, and so it's very possible that you could have two of those guys and neither of them start, and so and in FPL it's like a total mess. Like Jan mm-hmm. Vertonghen is really the only one that you can rely upon, and maybe uh, Davison Sanchez now because of Alderweireld's injury. For this injury. week, yeah. So well, Alderweireld sounds like he's going to be out like until January. So I mean, it's just I don't know. I don't. They're they're all they're excellent plays, but at some point, like most people tend not to have their pick in season long formats of of two or one of the four. So. And not that that necessarily takes away their value. You know, if, if Danny Rose starts, you know, that's his value. But uh, I don't know. I, I just, if if it's Danny Rose and Trippier playing at Arsenal, I'm not sure either of those guys makes like the top five or six for me for the weekend. Yeah, at least one of them does for me. Okay. At least. I Do you think like my rankings, both over, I, th- I think my rankings reflected that, actually. You like both of them over Kolasinic? It's close. Hmm. Okay. I I think I actually you know, I'm not even I'm going to look at the rankings yeah, now. You have yeah, Ben pretty... Davis second and Aria fifth. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, at least one. Yeah. Um, and I have Kalasnich pretty far down actually because and I and I I didn't, I didn't mention this in my small little build up. 
but Harry Kane has scored six goals in his five uh, in his five derby games. Mm-hmm. So you know, I mean, Kolasinac is the only. I think he is the only Arsenal option that gives you value. I'll give you that. As far as a defender, is it, right? Okay. Um, I guess. I guess. But, I just kind I mean, of see he, goals on both sides, which at least for FPL kind of kills any fullback. Well, I mean, it, it, we, we talk about the, you know goals on both sides, but I mean, I'm not confident Arsenal start the right lineup at first. I mean, they could be they they they, they could be pretty down before the down and out before it really matters. Yeah, but I mean that doesn't. I mean, obviously, you'd rather 90 minutes out of Lacazette than 35, but I'm perfectly willing to say yeah, he can I mean, score I, in that time. Think, you know, I don't like, think anybody rated Kolasinic. Uh, no, I didn't. I, I have no. I, I, all three of us didn't. Yeah, I have. Well, I like I said, I, I think there are goals in this game, and so I don't think I ranked any I, of I the mean, any of the well, Spurs I have, guys. Well, I have Bellerin sixth. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I, I I ranked Bellerin, I, but I, I I picked Bellerin as the the defender, but I mean. I didn't rank any any defender from this game. Man, that's tough. That's tough. I mean, I think I think I ranked four Burnley guys, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying it's a in a clean sheet dependent format, and you're kind of expecting the, the only way that you you're not, uh, or the only way you're making kind of value, as we like to say, and things like that. Like they have to score a goal. Like a, an assist doesn't make up for losing a clean sheet when. Done like like Stephen Ward will score more points with his clean sheet than Ria with a an assist and allowing the goals. That's fair. That's a totally that's a totally fair assessment. And I mean, I'm willing, especially in Taga formats, I am more than willing to take the lack of a clean sheet risk with sure, especially the especially the uh, the, the Spurs guys. I was going to say if you if you told me that one of these teams is not going to score, I'm picking Arsenal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's fair, uh, and I'm fully on board. I'm fully in agreement with that, actually. Um, but you know, like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I am not going to discount the fact that Harry Kane likes to score goals against Arsenal because he's done it every time he's played them. Yep, he loves it against anybody, but particularly well, Arsenal. Arsenal. Yeah. yeah, his boyhood club. Correct. Could have had him. <laughs> they did have him, didn't they? Yeah, I think it was a youth academy. Yeah. Person. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Uh, let's go on to the start of the ten o'clock slate here, where we have uh, where we have Burnmouth uh, at the Vitality taking on a Huddersfield Town team that come to town, and Aaron Moy, who played for Australia, who beat Honduras over the break, uh, he may not play. Mm-hmm. Um, that's I mean, that's a long trip. Uh, I, no, I, that, that that's just a long trip if it was in Australia, but it's. Well, it was. It's actually like so much worse, actually, uh, because the first leg was in Honduras. So, like, he went from England to Honduras to Australia, and then back to England. Like, this isn't like a. He literally went around the world. Literally, he literally went around the world. Exactly. Uh, and the last time he played internationally, with meaning the October international break, he did not start the first game. He came back. Uh, he did play forty-five minutes off the bench, but. Are you going to play him hoping he plays off the, you know, like I, I, no. I agree I, that there's a very good chance he does not start. Yeah. I, I mean, and I'm just looking at this game and I'm like, man, if this is a, if there's ever a time where Josh King has to show a sign of life, like it, it has to be this one. Yeah. And he, I mean, he might miss out with an injury. He's got this back injury that he apparently hurt back in March and it like oh, sporadically comes up and it's come up now. So he hasn't trained at all this week and might train Friday. Uh, Junior Stanislas looks like he could miss out. Benikafobi is coming back from injury. Like the the attacking options on this side are are banged up. And so now you're so like, Charlie oh. Dan- yeah. So Charlie Daniels, Chris Lowe, or Zanka, or. Right, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, Burnmouth haven't exactly been a defensive juggernaut either. So if you have a Tom Ince or a Van Lapara inkling, I would play it this weekend. Ugh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> this game has zero zero all written all over it right now, which means Asmir Begovic, Jonas Losel, welcome to relevance. Right? You, so you really think that Burnmouth can keep him out, 
or is it a lack of no, Huddersfield? Yeah, okay. a, a lack of. I mean, a lack of their like creative impetus, right? Because Aaron Moy is what drives that bus in the midfield. Uh, sure. So, especially on a team that likes to press and that requires a lot of midfield energy mm-hmm. for that as well, um, yeah. it's going to be it's going to be an interesting it's going to be an interesting time for them without their without literally their focal point. Like, That's fair. Like, like the. The, t- the teams, the team, but let's say, like, you know, a team that, you know, like the fulcrum of the of the seesaw here is Aaron Moy. Mm-hmm. And you take away the fulcrum. It's just uh, it's something that's flat. Yeah, right? I, think, like it, it's... I think the only guy I have in this game in any league is Nathan Ake, who I actually have quite a bit of. Like, uh, I I might have a Stanislas share I have, I have a but... share. I have a share or two of Asmir Begovic, and I'm pretty yep. comfortable. Yep. Yeah, I have no Huddersfield because I never got – I was never early on Moy. And I was. <laughs> I might have had Tom Ince for a little bit, but, yeah, I mean, I, I don't see a whole lot in this one. No, I don't either. So let's move on, shall we, yeah. to another game that will be fun and exciting. It will be Burnley at Turf Moor taking on a Swansea side. Ugh. <laughs> Not feeling I, this I, one, huh? I, I, oh, well, I mean, I kind of spoiled it before. Like, I ranked all four Burnley defenders. Mm. I mean, there's nothing that Swansea have done to make me think they're going to go in and win. Yeah. Uh, they do get Renato Sanchez back, which I think does make a difference for them. Uh, it might be a difference between getting dominated and only just losing. But, I mean, Burnley have been so good defensively, but they don't really, I mean, they're not going to go in there and score three or four goals either. So I think it's going to be close just because Burnley doesn't know how to not play close. That's fair. I mean, you were low on Nick Pope, ranking him third among goalkeepers. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You were the lowest. Of I all was three. the lowest one. Yeah, I um. My only reason for that is, like Burnley, even against a team like Swansea, like they're they're still probably willing to sit, you know, sit back and defend, and you know, with more shots coming at him, then there's more possibilities for one to happen to sneak in. So. Because Tammy Abraham is a clinical finisher, basically, is what you're saying. I mean, they, the pieces they have. I, I mean, I have Tammy Abraham in, in a few spots. So I'm, I mean, I'm surprised you're not all over it because he's I'm a not. Chelsea guy. No, so. not against this team. No, right. not against this team in that location on this much rest. No. Okay. I mean, I, I understand it. It's not like I. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, Burnley have dodged a little bit of a bullet here. There were two prominent openings, and Sean Dyche, whose name was rumored for them, is yet to be yet to leave mm-hmm. Burnley. Yep. So I mean that that's a big boost to them. Yeah, for now, for sure. For now, I mean, as long as you know, basically, I mean, once they hit forty points, right? Like that's that's the, that's the pinnacle, right? If they reach it earlier than later, yeah, we may hear the Sean Dyche rumors come back up again, but. You know, for now at least, I think they've gotten a pretty decent boost from the fact that you know he's still around, and there, you know, Everton was open and West Ham was open, right? Mm-hmm. So that's a big boost. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, they where do they sit now? Nineteen points. I mean, that's like four clear of Brighton and Watford and Huddersfield, which are next. Like that's kind of the way I'm looking at it. That they're, I understand, like once they hit forty, they're safe, and like that's kind of what Burnley does, but like. You know, they're sitting seventh. They're level on points with Liverpool and Arsenal. Like, shouldn't they? Why not go for it? I mean, they're not going to win the title, but, like, why not see <laughs> go how... Go for what? Just to see how high they can finish. Remember when West Brom were this team last year? Yeah, but we we know what... We know that. We've, we, we've been that, down that I road jo- before. I Burnley's jo- never been down this like, road. I, jo- I joked about it very early last year about West Brom. Yeah. Okay, uh, but from a, from a fantasy perspective, on the Burnley side, I mean, do you like Chris Wood? I mean, when we well, look he's at the a, offensive options, he's on, he was on that flight with uh, yeah, with, with Moy, Aaron Moy. So, uh, I, I wouldn't rely on him. Would you like Sam Vokes in a game like this? No, or? no. Like, like, is, is there there's, any there's, offensive option no, in this game that that's you the, like? No, that's the problem. I mean, I probably but, I'll start Robbie Brady where I have him, but. Uh, Brady's probably the only Burnley attacker I have. And then on the Swansea side, and on the Swansea side, are you comfortable enough starting uh, Tammy Abraham in the leagues that you have him? Uh, I have him in FPL, and I'm a little midfielder heavy, so I probably will not start him. But 
Um, I would start Renato so, so Sanchez. No. So the answer, so the answer is no. I would start I mean, Sanchez. For sure. In FPL? No, 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 no. But in like okay. any Taga league or. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I thought I thought you lost your mind for a second. <laughs> no. Okay. So let's move on here to. Uh, my God, uh, Crystal Palace are at home taking on Everton. Uh, God, Everton, they're so bad. They're so bad. They, but yet they beat Watford, who I said they had no chance against. Yeah, that was a weird game <laughs> because too. Omar Nias of all people. <laughs> uh, Christian Benteke might be back, which, as weird as it sounds, because it's not like he was great last year or was great this year before he got hurt. But I think that changes everything. Well, because Zaha is now healthy again, too. Like, they mm-hmm. actually have, like, their full complement of players. Yep. Andros Townsend looks a little more dangerous on the wing now because he has somebody to actually pass and, to. And and Roy Hodgson and that chicken face, they're actually going <laughs> to, like... He, look, he looks Roy. like a game bird. That's what he looks like. He looks like something that's going to be hunted and eaten in a week. Hmm. Okay. I'll just let that one sit out there. Uh, but, yeah, I would start <laughs> every Crystal Palace guy I have, and I am so thankful I have no... Everton guys to even think about. Yeah, I benched Gilby Sigurdsson, mm-hmm. just like Everton did last week, yep. which cost me a league. That cost me a win in a league, that's for sure, because I didn't start uh, somebody who did well, and I started Sig- Sigurdsson instead. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you shouldn't have done that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And I also started Tom Cleverly last week. Tom bleeping Cleverly <laughs> missed that penalty <laughs> to tie the game against mm-hmm. Everton last week, mm-hmm. or two weeks ago. Two weeks um, ago. Okay, so... Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, so you like Christian Benteke. I'm I would take, I would wait, start. I'm going to wait until I see it. Yeah, well, I'm not, I don't have him anywhere, but like I would play Townsend, Zaha, Kabai. Um, uh, that, li- that list stops for me at uh, I would two t- people. I would play <laughs> all of those guys over any Everton option. That's fair, but I'm just saying the only two players I like and I, I would think about playing in this game would be Zaha and it would be. Benteke, if you're so inclined. Mm, you're After under, that, you're underselling you, Yoan Kabai. He's been awesome. Uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I, I guess. Yeah, I, I guess I am. I'm just not a. I'm not a huge supporter of his. Okay, I'm just not. That's fine. Especially if Miliov. Oh wait, hold on. Mili Vojevic. Mili Vojevic. Damn it. I, yeah, I, he's I been, he's been he's been playing there it. with Kabai, and Kabai has just been like that allows Kabai to move yeah. up. Well, that was my point. Like with, with him, I like I was just about to say with Miljovic, I like Kabai better, mm-hmm. uh, and it looks like that's the combination that's being played under yeah. Hodgson. Yeah, right. But if not, that means Kabai has to be the guy who's further back, and I don't like him there. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Like, Loft his cheek. Well, and and this is you know, I, Loftus cheek to me. I I love him personally. I'm not sure he's as valuable fantasy wise as he is in real life. Okay, because he's someone who can make he he's almost. I mean, I, I'm not comparing him to David Silva, but what I'm going to say is like he can make the play that makes the guy who gets the assist make you know like he'll make the the, the secondary pass that opens up the the opportunity for the guy to assist a goal. So he may, like he, there are no secondary assists in soccer. I feel like Loftus Cheek has value there because he's so uh, industrious with his touches and his work rate, uh, mm-hmm. especially going forward, um, that he makes a lot of things happen for other people. Uh, but you know, his first touch and his and his finishing, they need improvement. That's why he's not starting for Chelsea, to be honest. But secondary assists are a thing, and we have them on our website. And they don't happen nearly as much as people think they do. Or they haven't, at least. Do do you know who leads the league in secondary assists? It's not David Silva. You don't... Fine. Who? It's Kevin De Bruyne. I I, I was going to say it. So this is... Because of his early early work in the season. Because his early work in the season was to get the ball to David Silva who got the actual assist. Yeah, so... um, The thing is, he only has four. Uh, and only two other players have more than one, and it's Fernandinho and Mark Albrighton. And then it's like a bunch of people who have one. Well, I I don't know how they're counting secondary assists. Does it have to be like a direct pass to a direct touch, or can someone dribble it around for a while? Like, is it like Aki, or is it like, or is it more stringent? Like I just don't know how it's measured. I have no idea. So, I can't answer uh, that question. Yeah, fine. 
But because I, I, I would have my question, because I'm pretty sure most goals are not just one person gets a touch and then passes it to somebody who then shoots and scores. I'm pretty sure there's more than one pass involved in a move. That's my. Opinion. It could be. That's my opinion there. Okay. But uh, no. like I said, I don't know how it's measured, and that's fine that they measure whichever way they want. They measure it. It's just I, I just don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that is far more compelling than the Crystal Palace Everton game right. itself. So Loftus Cheek, just as good as David Silva. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Leicester, <laughs> Leicester at home taking on Manchester City. Um, man, that Manchester City are off to the best start in Premier League history uh, as far as points. On uh, you know, I know they've lost a game, I believe, or drawn a game. Drawn a game. Drawn. Yeah. They've yeah they've not lost yet. Yeah. Uh, and it's the best start. Like I said, the best start in history. And they're plus, was it, plus 31 goal differential, plus 38, something like that. Something crazy. 31 differential, they've scored 38. Yeah. So plus 31 goal differential to going into Leicester. Claude Puel, uh, the new manager bump, it's over. <laughs> um, not, not not because Metro City's coming to town, but because they had a week off. Because what? They had a week off. Oh. Um... Like any momentum they had, gone. Yeah, I guess. From the, from the new manager bump. And also, Manchester City coming to town doesn't help. No, it doesn't. Do you uh, know who Manchester... Manchester City drew? Oh, was it Burnley? Everton. <sighs> they beat Burnley 3 nothing. Everton. That's right. On That's August right. 21st, 1-1. You want to know who scored the goal? Omar Nias. <laughs> Wayne Rooney. <laughs> Of course. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Oh, what, I think, didn't Dominic Calvert Lewin get the assist on that goal, too? Like, it was like a really nice pass and move when uh, I was like, he did. He did. Look at yeah, you. I, I think that's the moment I fell in love with Dominic Calvert Lewin because mm. they actually played well together. Anyway. Yeah. Kyle Walker got that. sent off in the 42nd minute of that one. Which oh, that's probably... also when I discovered that's also when I discovered that Kyle Walker is a secret bald and he's denying it. He's a secret what? Bald. He is balding. That huh. man is that man is losing his hair in sectors two and sector <laughs> six. Okay, <laughs> he's ha- he is having problems. Okay, you play anyone from Leicester in this game? I mean, you, as much as you, as much as you would trust Riyad Mahrez in a game against any of the top six, right? Like it's, you know, uh, you're uh, you're not expecting a ton from it, but I mean, you're likely not going to have a better option than Riyad Mahrez or Jamie Vardy for that matter. I mean, Demarai Gray, who's been great the past couple of weeks when he's gotten to play. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, I, I think he's asked. locked in. Yeah, I, I think he's finally locked in, but I'm not. He's the guy who I'm not high on. Okay. Right, like I, I mean, I'm pretty sure I mean, you're not like you. you like, like you'll probably have a better option than Demarai Gray. You're unlikely to have a better option than Riyad Mahrez and and Jamie Vardy at their positions. My That's guess. Fair. That's fair. Do you think Kalechi Anacho gets a start for his revenge game? Good God, no. <laughs> Do you know who could really use no. Kalechi Inacho is Everton. <laughs> or Crystal Palace during but the time he when Teke was out. Uh, West Brom can use him. Oh, you know who else can use him? Newcastle. Mm. Yosalu's been fine. Yosalu's been fine. Yeah. I think he only has one goal, though. Uh, but uh, we will... Anyway, for, for Leicester side doesn't matter. Like, the answer to your question is No. Uh, Islam Slimani wants out. No surprise. Uh, He's and, wanted out uh, basically since he got there. So, yeah, Manchester City though. Uh, how deep does it go? I mean, do you like Fernandinho? Like, sure, sure. Like, I, 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 it's, it's getting to the point where you can make a case that all eleven guys on the pitch are fantasy relevant. Absolutely, absolutely. That's insane. That is insane, right? Uh, yeah. The only thing to consider this week is that Otamendi is out because of a yellow card suspension and um, company's still out. So they could move Fernandinho back uh, to center back, which would open up a spot for Ilkay Gundogan. Uh, Danilo can start there too. So who knows what Pep will come up with. Ugh. But anybody who has Otamendi needs to find a replacement. Just, just, yeah. Yeah, maybe they'll play Fabian Delph as a center center back. Who mm-hmm. knows? He's played everywhere else on the pitch. Mm. Anyway, uh, you like all your city options. Leicester, you might start two of the options. That's I, I don't think I would start them. I mean, Harry Maguire, you still may have to start. Uh, I mean, I if, would, you um, Taga, if you, if if you, you play, play on Taga, if you play on Taga, you you cannot start Harry Maguire. 
I mean, for goals goals conceded for defenders, no way. I'm still starting him in the league. Oof. In the league, I have him. Good luck. Thank you. I'll need it. It has minus six written all over it. <laughs> and the yellow card, minus nine. Yeah. All right, so let's go on to Liverpool and Southampton. Southampton being the team that Liverpool under Jurgen Klopp, I believe, has yet. I think he has the worst record against Southampton versus any other team. Silly. It is silly, Uh, especially because Southampton look listless on their attack and Liverpool, um, they kind of excel on the attack, especially because our boy Sadio Mane returned gracefully two weeks ago. So you got Sadio Mane, Roberto Firmino, and Mohamed Salah all coming at you all at once. And I, I mean, I mean, basically it's Southampton and like the Southampton, like senior team, basically, which is Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> like this, like, this, like they have so many of Southampton's players, like all the, they're like Luke Shaw away from fielding a, like a full team. Well, Alana's back too. So yeah, um, no, there's, did you say him? I oh, did not. Oh, but, okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't think Alana's going to play. Uh, he'll play some. I mean, he, I think he will play. He's not going to start, but I think he w- he is going to play. And it's all a matter of how they line up. Like Henderson's back, which means Milner could move to the bench. Uh, do they start Mane, who left international duty with a hamstring injury? If they do, then you have Coutinho. Just like you said, like does Coutinho then move back into the midfield, uh, which they did earlier this season with uh, when Sturge was starting. Uh, Chris Owen noted to me this earlier today that Liverpool has not had a single game this year with Coutinho, Firmino, Salah, and Mane. So this will be the first one, which it'll be interesting to see how they line up because I don't think you can line up four forwards, but I bet they think about it. I mean, they can go 4-2-4. Yeah. (laughs) They they could. I don't think they would, but you know, Coutinho, to be honest, to be honest, Coutinho could just sit on the bench. He could and come off and come off the bench. To be honest, I mean, I I, I don't think he's much longer for Liverpool anyway. Uh, what do you mean? He just said he was so happy there. Yeah, you, you know, you know, <laughs> you know when they say that, right? <laughs> right when they leave. Uh, well, he tried. Yeah, to leave. I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure Barcelona are going to be in for him again. I don't. I don't think there's any doubting that, but like that doesn't mean that affects what he does today or Saturday. No, but what I'm saying is like Liverpool can just like I mean, Liverpool. Could, I mean, like I think Liverpool, to be honest, don't have room for him right now. If, if Lallana, especially if Lallana is healthy. That's ridiculous. Fully healthy. That's ridiculous. I, I think they're, they have to keep playing with, him. I think their front three is better without him. The front three, like the front yeah, three no, should be Mane, Salah, Firmino. Mm-hmm. Don't mess with that. Okay. If you if you want to mess with Coutinho in the next line of three of midfield, fine, go nuts. Hmm. But don't mess with that front three. Okay. On the Southampton side, um, nothing. <laughs> just just a whole lot of nothing. Yeah, I mean it's weird because it's like a team packed with players that we have liked at some point, literally all of them. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I'm not going to except play Stephen it. Davis. We've always hated Stephen. Well, Davis. yeah, but. You still had, but he's the only one. But he's the one who probably had the most value this season, which is so strange. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, you'll never know whether Redmond or Buffal start or both or James Ward-Prowse. Tadic I'll never play again, so I don't have to worry about that. I mean, the fullbacks are always good, but this is hardly the matchup. This is Van Dyke's possibility. Do you think Van Dyke pretends to be sick or something so he doesn't have to play his future team? (laughs) Kind of like what Mario Goetze did in the Champions League final when he was with Dortmund. Yeah. Um, no, I don't. Okay. Because okay. <laughs> I'm still reserving hope that he's a Chelsea, a future Chelsea player. Ah, okay. Speaking of whom, uh, Chelsea take their uh, show on the road. They go to the Hawthorns this week to take on a West Brom side that just total struggle bus. They yeah. are a total struggle bus right now. And I don't know how they get better. Like they're kind of playing exactly how Tony Pulis wants to play. So. Yeah, except they're losing one nil. Right, that's right. the problem. <laughs> like two weeks ago, they lost to Huddersfield one mm-hmm. nothing. So uh, yeah, that part's the problem, obviously. But uh, I'm just saying, like, I don't think they're playing drastically different than the way he wants to play. And so no, no, they're not. It's yeah. just that, especially the teams that use three five two, he's he's toast. He's toast. 
You know what I mean? Or three or three four three or three five two. I mean, the, Tony Pulis can't handle that because the teams will. Oh, you're going to let us have the ball out wide? Perfect. That's what we want to do. Hmm. I think like, he's going to play a three five two this time. Uh, I think it's going to uh, be this. Who, Meaning who? Uh, West Brom or Chelsea? West Brom's going to play a three-five-two. The same yeah, one. Every, everyone, everyone's been doing that against Chelsea this year. I think it's going to be the same lineup they played against Man City, which didn't work. But I'm not sure. It was like <laughs> they didn't even as, come close. <laughs> it's as defensive as they can get, and so that's why I think you, they'll do. So it. you mean they're playing an eight-two? Basically. <laughs> well, I, I, I just they are they are I mean, Chelsea need to look convincing to me to actually like, you know, signify that, you know, it wasn't just kind of like a fluky game against uh, a, a good opponent last time with, with Manchester United. Right. Yeah. As if that like didn't coincide with their best player coming back. Huh. Oh God. Yeah. They're really going to need, uh, they're really, really going to need that midfield menace known as N'Golo Conte against the attacking side of West Brom. I'm just saying, I mean, good the Lord. Is, the team is better when N'Golo Conte is on the, on the pitch. Are you, <laughs> Do you think Zappa Costa gets the start? Yes. Okay. Oh, sorry. It's it's one of two people, Zappa Costa or Victor Moses, if he's healthy. Okay. That is all. That is it. Those should be the only options. No, I'm not asking. I'm not asking should. It's one of those two. Okay. If Victor Moses is healthy, I think he will start. Okay. Especially because there's like a kind of pseudo revenge game factor there. <laughs> he was loaned to West Brom once. <laughs> was he? Yeah. Really. Oh no! Sorry, it wasn't West Brom. No. It was um, a team that's no longer in the Premier League. Um, oh, they wear blue and white stripes, dark, dark blue and white stripes. I will get it. Um, I don't remember that either. I remember him at Liverpool. I remember him Wigan. at Stoke. Wigan. Wigan. Huh. That was pre-Chelsea, was... though. No. So yeah. maybe that. No, I think he they, he was loaned to Wigan. Uh, he was loaned like four times. He was loaned to Liverpool, Stoke, and West Ham. So he came from Wigan. Yes. Okay. So he was sold from Wigan to Chelsea. Okay. There you go. There okay. You go. Now I get it. Okay. Let's uh, move on. He, I, he, I'm pretty sure he's out though. So you'll go to back to Zappacosta. Great, Zappacosta. That's it. That the, the yes, Zappacosta. Okay. Okay. That that should be the option, and it will be the option. Okay. Period. <laughs> <laughs> Manchester United are at home at against the Newcastle side. Uh, Rafa Benitez. It's fun that the managers are the two biggest names because yeah, Rafa right. Benitez are taking on Jose Mourinho. Right. Uh, you know, Paul Pogba, is he back? Uh, maybe. We'll find out on Friday. Uh, well, I don't even think we'll find out. I think Mourinho will be very, very vague about it. And then I think they'll ultimately hold him out because uh, they have Champions League next week. Just my guess, though. <laughs> On the Newcastle side, I mean, on the Manchester United side, so you'll stay there. Um, would you trust Marcus Rashford or yeah. Anthony Martial if they start? No doubt. Rashford's been, I, I, been taking I, I free ranked, kicks I lately. I ranked all three. Yeah, I ranked all three. I, I, I didn't feel even though even though I was like thinking with the Martial, like he may not start. I think he's done better performance wise when he doesn't start. I mean, he definitely has. There's no doubt about that. Um, but the. Um, I don't know. I I don't think he's going to start. So, but I I would love Lukaku and Rashford. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, goes, I ranked Pogba. I, I ranked Pogba and Martial in the midfield and Mkhitaryan. Yeah, Mkhitaryan's the one that I ranked and really wish I hadn't. Well, I mean, I didn't rank him. I mean, I ranked him thirteenth. That's yeah. Some one <laughs> of the lowest ranks I've given him. So. Yep. I wish. Yeah. Zidroy gave him eighteen. Somehow, I'm yeah. the high guy on Mkhitaryan, which really bothers me. <laughs> yeah, like my, I don't know well, what I was and, thinking when I did those well, rankings. I was about to say, like, I was about to say, like, it, it, and it can't be like for me, and it couldn't have been like a group thing thing because I a group think thing because I I think I I usually put my rankings in first. I'm usually one of the first. Yeah, yeah. I just uh, I don't know what I was thinking because I really don't I don't like him at all. So let, let's try and rank the Manchester United attack options after Romelu Lukaku, right? Like, who do you like next best? Rashford. Like, no doubt in my mind, it's Rashford. Okay. I mean, because to me, actually, I don't think it's that. I think it's closer than you think, because I think Martial is really good. I, I don't doubt that. Um, and I like, production, production I like him a lot as well. But I think Rashford, at least lately, has been taking 
set pieces, which gives him a significantly oh, yeah. better situation than than Martial. And yeah, it's I, just I, so weird. It's it's so weird to see the long, lanky guy take corner totally, picks. totally. It's but, very off-putting, but he's there. So, <laughs> so I put him next. Uh, I would put Martial after that if if he started. Uh, and after that, it's like I. I will do all I can to convince myself that either Mata or Fellaini are better than Mkhitaryan, but I mean, let's be honest, it's kind of ridiculous. So I'll yeah. throw in Ashley Young and Antonio Valencia ahead of him. <laughs> Where do you rank Richie? Nowhere. You, you, you like the Manchester United defense in this one, I'm assuming, as well, then? Yeah, I don't... I don't, uh, I don't... Phil Jones Phil Jones looks like he is out? Yeah, I We've heard this before. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, I, 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 you know, because I, I think there was a little bit of controversy because I think he was heading in a little injured, and, and, and they used him in the England squad or something like that. And, uh, I think that was the last break. Maybe yeah. I don't know. No, maybe it was this one. Either way, it doesn't matter. I mean, Chris Smalling and him are the same. <laughs> for for purposes of being home against Newcastle, sure. Whoever yeah. is next to Eric Bailly will be fine. Okay. And Antonio Valencia, I believe that all yeah, he was a clean sweep as yeah. the top ranked defender, yep. and I think David De Gea was a clean sweep at goalkeeper. Yep. Yes, so that, that 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 that's a good sign of what we think. Yeah, it's the all only right. the and only that, two unanimous top choices. Yeah, so that wraps up our Saturday state, which means that Andrew, you get to tell people more about our friends at Play Up. Uh, yeah. Well, I <laughs> didn't have myself ready for this yet again. <laughs> My gosh. <laughs> You know what it is? I thought we had another. Yeah. I thought we you know had another um, Saturday. Game. You know what you got to do? You got to you got to use the 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 one note system for the yeah, podcast. You right. leave yourself one note, like right. what I do. So I always make sure I write down play up play as up. my only yes. note. Do you want to win prizes by following your favorite sports? Do you think you can pick a better team than the so-called pros? Then play up is the place for you. PlayUp offers free daily fantasy sports across the Premier League, NFL, NBA, and more. All you have to do is choose a challenge, select your players while remaining under the salary cap, and then watch their real-life actions rack up points on the live leaderboard. The better your team does, the more prize money you win, so keep entering challenges across the season to make your way up the ultimate champion leaderboard where sports fans from across the globe determine who has the greatest sporting knowledge. There are always games on, and once you build up your digital wallet, you can enter platinum challenges, which are higher risk but offer much higher rewards. So what are you waiting for? Get to playup.com for the most realistic daily fantasy experience across all your favorite sports. Nope. Which means that we can continue talking about our favorite sport and going on to Sunday where we have one game and one game only. It is Watford. It is West Ham. It is a whole big bucket of meh. Oh, how can you say that about Richarlison? <laughs> you mean you mean Spur? Uh, sorry, yes. Uh, oh no, no, not Spur. It's, uh, it's going to be Arsenal's next player after uh, they sell off uh, Ozil and Alexi Sanchez in January, right? Yeah, right. Uh, I, I I've read that rumor more than once. Richarlison that, to Arsenal? That they, that they're gonna that Arsenal will sign Richarlison so that they can let one of the other two go. Huh. I mean, he, I would love it, but. It just doesn't seem like a very arsenal move. But anyway, I love him. I love him this game. I'll take every Watford option I can ha- I can get. Even I would Tom even play Cleverly? Tom cleverly. Oh, oh. <laughs> even though he'll miss the penalty? Um, <laughs> he wouldn't be the in the top three or four, but he's on there. Mikel Antonio, what is the latest? Uh, on the the latest Ham, is uh, he is, I believe, doubtful. Uh, yeah, doubtful. To, I mean, to me, the West Ham attack goes as he goes. Uh, you, you, you can have, I mean, you'll, you'll likely start Chicharito no matter what because there's not that many forward uh, no, options. He, right? No, he's, uh, he's doubtful as well. Actually, I'm looking, I believe Antonio is out. So it'll be no Antonio and no Chicharito, which means it'll be a whole lot of lobbing balls into Andy Carroll. Oh, it looks like it's time for me to reactivate Andy Carroll from my uh, from my bench in, uh, in the Taga Premier Division. There you go. Yeah, he'll, I mean, get, he'll get he'll get six points alone on aerial duels. <laughs> you know who's been really horrible is Arnautovic. Oh yeah, we uh, we said that we said that at the, at the beginning of the season that we hated this move. Yeah, that was a weird one. 
I don't get this we, yet. And, like, it, and he was getting drafted so early in drafts. Um, it's because he's forward eligible. That's why people. I get it. It's it's a position, but that because everybody was so scared right. about the position scarcity of forwards, as if it meant you had to get one of those guys like Josh that's King. Full of, that's my point. Like what I kept telling you is like if you don't get one of the top options, just wait. Yeah. Like they're all the same after yeah. that. Uh, yeah. So they've got all those guys. I mean, Lanzini's not bad. I like. I still like Lanzini. No, we, we, you know, we had a little, there was a little Twitter discussion about a trade that was involving like Lanzini and, a, and Bellerin and somebody else, I think for Roberto Firmino. And everyone was saying like, oh, I like the Firmino side. And, you know, depending on like which combination of the three players, I'm like, I'll take Firmino. If you, even if, if you offered me all three of those guys for Firmino, I wouldn't take it. Like yeah. I, I want Firmino. Like I'm not a huge fan of Lanzini's. I'm just, like he hasn't shown the propensity to be a high scoring, consistent high scoring threat for the midfield. Oh, I like Lanzini, but that I mean that doesn't mean I'm willing to trade Firmino for him. So no, but like I mean, even okay, let's just take this game, right? Like you're gonna take Richarlison as a midfielder over him, right? Over Lanzini? Yeah. Yeah. If he's I might play. I may, it, depends, it depends where you play. But. Yeah, I may play Lanzini over everyone else, though. I'm thinking. I mean, you there's really, there's probably, really not a ton of others anyway. I, it's Olabas and Femenia. I would play them yeah. over over uh, Lanzini, maybe. But I mean, Watford just allowed three goals to Everton, who we were describing as the worst team in the <laughs> oh. Premier League. <laughs> Two of them to Omar and the ass again. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> but then again, David Moyes is in charge now, so who knows what we're going to get. Probably a better defensive side. Maybe. I mean, he's probably going to look at this team and say, okay, what do we need to do to survive? Not let other teams score. Yeah, probably. I mean, I'm not sure he knows how to manage any other way, though. <laughs> That's true. But it seems like... A decent Carroll, I mean, a Cresswell to Carroll situation, no? No, Watford Watford have big center backs. They like that game. Uh, I mean, they usually do, but most of them are hurt. Like, Bredos isn't that big, and I think they might start Mariapa maybe there, who's pretty small for a center back. Like, they don't have, like, West Brom center backs. <laughs> they don't have, like, Ryan Shawcross and Robert Hoops. Yeah, those two. We've talked too much about this game. Okay. It's not that interesting. Well, speaking of well, Shawcross, uh, his Stoke yeah. side traveled to Brighton to take on Chris Hewton, uh, Chris Hewton's Brighton Hove team. Uh, uh, Shane Duffy, who scored a nice goal for the Republic of Ireland over the break. Uh, not not a bad way to spend your break. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I actually like Matthew Ryan in this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I'm probably the highest on him compared to all the other rankers, if I had to guess. Um, no, you are. Yeah, You're the highest. Yeah. Stoke Stoke away have been really really bad. Yeah, that's what I was. I was kind of going to tap into that, right? Like yeah. Matthew Ryan, I, I think is a very good, and Chris Hutton is an organized manager. Like, yeah, Matthew, say what you will, it's not aesthetically very pleasing, but it's he's organized. Yeah, Matthew Ryan, who was also on that flight with Aaron Moy and Chris Wood, gets the benefit <laughs> of two extra days off though, which and be, and being a goalkeeper that helps too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> good point. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And he's a goalkeeper. And he doesn't run that much. Right. Okay. Fair point. Fair point. Um, Yeah, I agree. Jack Butlin is going to be out for a few weeks with a broken finger. One of the only players on the field who has to uh, sit out because his hand is broken as opposed to something else. But, uh, yeah, so we'll see Lee Grant, who was actually pretty good last year uh, for them. So I'm not sure it's like a tremendous um, drop. I mean, it's a goalkeeper. Jeff Cameron. Jeff Cameron, I believe, is going to be out because he's still experiencing some concussion symptoms, and I believe because he's American, he's taking it seriously, unlike everybody else. So, um, I don't know who that, starts. That and he probably has had a headache of all the U.S. men's national fans uh, just yelling, just at yelling him. at him. Maybe, yeah, poor guy. So, no, I'm not really no, sure. No, who... no, no. And also, by the way, while we're on, the subject, I will say, poor guy for him. Was... He should have been starting. What was Bruce Arena doing on a oh, television, God. a televised broadcast of the United States men's national <sighs> team recently? Uh, Just, do you uh, think that's better or worse than the possibility of creating a losers tournament in the summer? 
I would love the losers tournament. Of course you would. Of course you would. <laughs> in fact, and call it that. Yeah. <laughs> like like the World Cup. Like, like oh. I believe the term I heard I saw was the World Crap. Yeah, it's something like that. I, I was thinking like, uh, I don't even. It's a I, terrible idea. Like, we shouldn't do it. <laughs> um, and the the of all of the things that uh, World Goblet. that Arena said. One of which was the fact that um, John Brooks and Matt Miazga were going to be our center back pairing at the World Cup. And Miazga played 27 minutes total in the hex. And yet he was going to be our starting center back is ridiculous. Ugh. Anyway. Uh, yeah, back like, Brighton, uh, yeah, so, Brighton. Uh, Anthony, so Anthony Knockart, you said two weeks ago that he is the midfielder that you want. Yeah. What do you know? He went out and did very well two weeks ago. Yep. So yep. Uh, I'm assuming you still feel that way, that Anthony Knockart is still the midfielder to grab from a Brighton perspective. Definitely. And from a, so I'll put, it, I'll put it this way. Are you saying that in more, because uh, I'm going to, I want to do a direct comparison with someone in this game of Eric Mass and Chupa Moting. Mm. Um, because we, you know, we've had a couple of discussions about Mo, uh, Chupa Moting and Demarai Gray, which one we'd prefer. Uh-huh. And it depends on the format, right? So if we're talking about FPL, I still think that Chupa Moting is, is better than Knockart, better than Demarai Gray, correct? Yeah, I've, I've had Chupa Moting for weeks now. And I'll probably yeah. start him this week. Yeah, and... You know, but, but if you're talking Taga, I'm pretty sure you're still you're gonna want a guy like Knockart. Um, probably. probably. Just because of the fact that he creates chances. Yep, Knockart was kind of overdrafted in every draft I was in because everybody thought that everything that Pascal Gross has been doing that Knockart was going to be doing. Uh, so I didn't like I wasn't early enough on Knockart anywhere, and probably should have tried to get him when everybody was frustrated with how good. Gross was and Knockart wasn't, but it, I think that's too late now. Yeah, I I still think the guy to get, you know, owners that are frustrated is Joshua King. At some point, the light will come on. Okay. I would happily you trade you lot. Joshua King for Anthony Knockart. I don't yeah, have either. But... That price is too high for Joshua King right now. <laughs> uh, okay. Anyway, uh, for, I, I I mean I have. No, I'm saying if you had Knockart and I had King, I, you would. I have Knockart in a lot of places, and I, I think you have Joshua King in none. <laughs> but if I had King, you wouldn't make that trade. No. Okay. Too high. Okay. I, I would do it like Aaron Moy. So you think Moy is worse than Knockart? Uh, for the rest of the season, yes. Wow. Okay. I think the time to have Aaron Moy was at the beginning. He's not. He, I mean, he's I obviously never going to be a higher value than he was the first month of the season, right? But I, I don't, I mean, especially as Huddersfield, you know, either continue to go down in the doldrums of the league or, you know, fight to be at the bottom, right? Like, it's not, there's not going to be a ton of opportunity for Aaron Moy to continue the pace that he was at, at the beginning of the season. Yeah. I mean, we I saw his best month. We saw his best month already. I agree with you there. And I, and I, and I don't, obviously, I don't think we've seen Joshua King's best month. I think his best months are ahead of him. And I believe that there, there's, enough in those in those in those best months ahead of him to make him much more valuable him meaning Joshua King right uh much more valuable than Aaron Moy going right. forward and I love Aaron Moy okay but when you th- I mean if you talked at the beginning of the season like if you asked someone at the beginning of the season I'll trade you Aaron Moy for Joshua King like you would have been laughed out of the room right right now it's not now, now it's not funny mm-hmm. yeah anyway uh for Brighton uh Glenn Murray can't stop scoring. I, I hate Glenn Murray so much. <laughs> uh, uh, I really do. There's no reason for me to hate Glenn Murray. Yeah, I was going to say, like, why would you? Yeah. He is totally insignificant in my life, but yeah. I hate Glenn Murray. Yeah, it's so strange. But, yeah, I mean, He's, he is he is dull as dishwater as it gets when it comes to someone who's on the pitch. I love it. Um, yeah, I don't know why you dislike him so much. Do you just put it's him in the same because... Dwight Gale category that he's like a great champion? Well, Dwight Gale's garbage. Dwight Gale's just human garbage on a soccer pitch. Like on a, on a top flight soccer pitch, he is as he is the equivalent of putting a trash can with legs on the field. And is that better or worse than Murray? He's worse. Okay. Dwight Gale is worse. Okay. I'll, I'll say Glenn Murray has the advantage that he's actually tall. Okay. Er. Yeah. <laughs> Dwight Gale is someone who is short. He is not quicker than everybody else on the pitch. Like he's fast. Don't get me wrong, but he's not the quickest person on the pitch at any time. 
and he can't finish, and he has a bad first touch. He is garbage. Wow. He's been garbage in the top flight <laughs> in the past, and he has shown to be garbage this year, and he'll be garbage next year if Newcastle stay in and he's still on that team. Goodness. Uh, I have a Taga question for you now Shoot. that we're done uh, previewing these games. I have Willie on, and I'm not sure I need to have Willie on anymore. Would you drop Willie on if you had him? No. Really? No, it's like Bernardo Silva, right? Like, you can't drop those guys because uh, the moment you drop them is the moment they get some run in the team and you look like an idiot. Uh, how, how where's Willian's path to playing time? His path to playing time is a Pedro injury. Um, I, I guess. I mean... Which, I mean, he's already received one this year and Hazard can get hurt again. There's nothing against the law that Hazard can't get hurt considering he gets kicked eight times a game. Yeah. I mean, I I get that. Especially but... especially if Hazard gets sold to Real Madrid in the uh, in January. Well, we we obviously know that's not <laughs> happening. So it's happening. That's in the summer. Um. Well, I'll that worry about then. That but is like, happening. Willian has like one start since our birthday. Oh, I get it. Like I understand where you're coming from. But like I said, the moment you drop him, someone like me is going to pick him up. Like I will pick him up instantly. But that doesn't mean he's now valuable. No. Want, it's how, just... how, what would you give me for Willian? I have him, have in the, him in the Taga Premier Division. That's where I have Willian, and I'd like to trade him. Well, look, this this actually might be the most exciting thing we've done on the podcast to date. Yeah, like you what kind I of player? Not... Will you give me Knockart for him? No. You have Knockart not. and Moy. That's so funny. <laughs> of course I do. <laughs> Oh, that's great. I, have, I have a lot of sh- I have a lot of shares of those guys to yeah. be honest. But, I mean, you should uh, particularly want it because you have Pedro. Here's your handcuff. Here's your Pedro handcuff. Oh, well, it's not a true handcuff because Pedro's a forward and Willian's a midfielder. Uh, and oh, I'm, that's right. And you're I have right. a ton of midfielders. You're right. You're right. Okay. Would you Would you want Tom? You're going to say Tom Cleverly, aren't you? Of course I don't. <laughs> I really wanted to see if you're going to drop him. What's the point? Well, now I know he has some value. That's why I asked you about it. Isn't that the All point right. of asking about, an expert? How about, how about Andy Carroll? I mean, what am I going to do with Andy Carroll? What am I going to do with William? Put him on the bench. The same exact thing. Well, that's that. I mean, again, that's kind of like <laughs> my point. My forwards are terrible in this league. I have Vardy, Tammy Abraham, and Chicharito. Somehow, sounds I, like you need. Somehow, sounds I'm like still you need some aerial duels. Right, like, right. Like, where am I playing Andy Carroll of of that group? Come on. And I have Dwight Gale. <laughs> You suck. When we play each other, Millie, I really hope that. Do we play each other this week? This is just falling off the rails here. Um, but yeah, I'd like to trade Willie on. Anybody who's in that league, I would like to how know about what. Millie, the, how about Millie Vojevic? I would like to know what the realistic expectation is for somebody like. I'm not going to play Millie Vojevic. That's my problem. I don't know how this team gets better with the guys I have. That's. Ugh. I'm not trading you Boy or Knockart. Like, okay. Definitely not Richie or Silva. Like you're 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 yeah. f out of luck. Okay. Let me see if I can get Josh King, and then I'll trade you King for Knockart. How about that? <laughs> I said Moy. Oh. <laughs> I meant it. Oh, all right. What if I get Andy King? That was trade that was Andy a King? really smooth negotiating trick that you just pulled on me there. <laughs> <laughs> You went back to your original offer, which I said no to the first time. <laughs> and you said it so nonchalantly, like, oh, yeah. yeah. Like you were nodding your head, and I was going to nod back to you instinctively because you were nodding your head. Yeah. So we have a deal? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> You're a treasure. <laughs> You're an absolute treasure, Andrew. <laughs> and I will catch you and all your treasures on the next episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast, brought to you by our friends at PlayUp. For Andrew, you can catch him on Twitter at Rotowire Andrew, and you can catch me at Sports by Gotti, G O T T I, at the end of that. And we will catch you again next week when we talk about the next game week of the Premier League. Good luck, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer.
Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.